Blurred Lines Part 3. Better than Return of the Jedi. Better than Last Crusade. Fair. Better than D3 The Mighty Ducks. Better than Spider-Man 3. Oh, definitely. Definitely better. I wasn't a huge fan of Infinity War. Okay, I can see where you say that. It wasn't because Endgame was way better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Better than Dark Knight Rises. Yes. And this is how we start our podcast. So what's the best trilogy that actually ended on a high note? Because I feel like most movies peak with the second movie. Okay. I, you know me. My, I'm very partial to... Um, if you say Star Wars, I'll throw his phone right at your head. No. Matrix. I will say uh, the second one was kind of weak, but the third one set up some real interesting things for a reboot I they're doing. Yes, but the reboot took 20 years. That's true. But they said every so often a Matrix reboots itself. Mm. That's part of the story. Mm. So I love yeah. the first one. I like the second and third ones. But I think we can both agree. Uh, trilogies aren't necessarily good usually. Yeah. The best tri- trilogy is kind of a low bar. Uh, I guess you might be able to say Iron Man. Two and three are mediocre. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, it, depending on how Oh, Captain America. Oh, okay. So you got Captain America, then you got Winter Soldier, then you got Civil War. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. Even though Civil War should have been the Avengers movie and not Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think they're going to, if Age of Ultron was going to be anything, it was going to be an Iron Man movie and not Captain America. I would have been cool with that. But I don't think they're ever going to do, well, now they're not going to do an Iron Man 4. However, apparently those actors are open to coming back. Pretty much. Uh, you made like a thousand trillion dollars. Of course you're open to come back. <laughs> yeah. But my thing is like, how are you going to bring back two characters from the dead? I know that comic books are... It's almost certain, to me at least, that... What's her name? Uh, Black Widow's coming back. Well, I mean, she has a movie. So, coming back to current day... This whole coming back thing, I think, would be very interesting if she... Because, like, I can't see her... I can't... And we're back. So, I had to make a quick move to the upstairs... Studio got a special guest here, Lucy. All right, say hi. There you go. That's yeah, it. That's it. So, um, I remember your topic today was, um, what was it about? Oh, um, our comic book reading list. So, when was the last time you actually like really, really read a comic? I mean, I was sure when the Doomsday Clock stuff was happening. I was really trying to get into it, and then I realized. Sometimes I don't want to read comics all the time. So, uh, I, I would say the last one I read, I think, was Flash. Which one? Uh, kind of early in his, in his arc. Flashpoint so. Paradox? Yeah. Are no, no. Flash. I think it was called... Uh, I think it was Flash... Um, I think it was... Yeah, it may have been the Doomsday Clock. I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it was the one... With the with either the paradox or the flat or flashpoint or, so flashpoint paradox is one thing. It was definitely part of the new reboot. Which one did that like fucking? The newest one, the Doomsday Clock one. Wait, I thought New Fifty Two was the reboot. Yeah, they they rebooted that. They're rebooting New Fifty Two. No one liked New New Fifty Two. Didn't New Fifty Two just come out? No, came out like 
five years ago, like a while ago. That's not that long in comics. Yeah, you're right, but at the same time, I'm also pretty sure uh, New 52 was kind of... Um, New 52 came out in 2011. Dude, that's almost 10 years ago. It's 2020. It's almost 10 years right. ago. Right, how long do the Ultimate Comics go up, though? So, a decade for a comic, I would say probably, because every decade, something kind of updates. So, I think that they can get away with doing it like this. <sighs> kind of. Let me see how long the X-Men, the Ultimate, was, because... Okay, so Ultimate came out in 2000 and ended in 2015. I think that another thing is that the Doomsday Clock was something I think they were building on for a while and they didn't know how to do it. And then, because there were a couple uh, characters who I remember from New 52, mostly Green Lanterns, um, who, who showed up. So, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I want to stick on New 52 for a while because what I'm looking at right now is that Secret Wars ended all the, like, everything. Like, it completely ended, so now it's just back to one comic. Like, it's one comic series now. So, and here's the problem with a lot of the comic book universes is that Arkham, all the Arkham games take place in a different universe than the animated series take place in a different universe than pretty much each incarnation of superhero movies. Okay. So the fact that like New 52 tried to unify all those ideas is cool, but you got to stick to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's true, but I also think that New 52 cosmetically went into like a really weird route. That's easy to fix. But they didn't. And the apparent and that whole reskin was a big part of it. I like Superman's new costume more than his old one. Which one exactly? The all blue. You like that more? Oh yeah. The all blue looks good when he's flying, that's why. I mean if you were saying he looks more like camouflage then I guess, but No no no. I mean like So I'm a big fan of Okay. So let me let me try to uh, to make you understand. As a sports fan, I'm a big fan of like all one color uniforms in most in, in most cases. All like some of the more garish colors look a little weird. Like all red uniforms, unless you're in like a basketball team, looks awful. And but <laughs> Superman, when he wore the all blue suit that didn't have any red in it except for his uh his his cape and his uh, chest. His logo, I guess. That suit and the belt. Yeah, that suit looks great when he's flying because he looks like a bullet. I, and you know me as a, not a sports fan, who, main reason is because he hates the uniforms. It looks, I don't like things that look like a uniform. Because I don't like them. They look boring. They're like, come on, come up with something special. You're Superman. You, you, I'm sure you have the capability to make something just a little different. Just show me something different from what? Special. Is normal red and blue. Show me something. He did black one time and I didn't like it. Superman needs to have that sort of all like the Superman needs to have the red, white, and blue. And if you want to keep it to a certain extent, look at Captain America. He did it. He he kept the he kept the same kind of design, but it doesn't look bad. It doesn't. I mean, it's still a uniform, and I still don't really like it. But it's not like so you the just worst. don't like. Clothes, it sounds like almost, because you don't like sports uniforms and you don't like superhero costumes. 
No, I don't We're like... We're on two completely different ends of the spectrum. You're, you were just comparing... Like, if you had a guy... Oh, let's see. Green Lantern. All the Green Lanterns have basically the same costume. I hate that uniform. I hate that costume. That is a uniform for the Green Lantern Corps. I don't Pretty much the same thing. It, okay, then you have the um, Batman. For some reason, he wears all black while Robin wears red and, red and green. Don't understand that one. Very, Robin's the one that he's supposed to be shooting at. That makes a lot of sense. But it also makes Bruce Wayne a bad person who he's he kind of already is. <laughs> he's, he's closer to an anti-hero than he is a hero. I don't know why people keep saying that he's a good person. He's not. He, he's kind of like he adopts, he, he adopted his kids purely so they could fight crime with him. Yeah. So, he's Most not of great. being underage. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and he's not exactly a great father. Also, he slept with Barbara Gordon at one time. <clears throat> and, yeah, so there's a lot of problems with Batman. A lot <laughs> of problems. Weird. It's just that he's more, he's an anti-hero, I'll give you that. And I don't like most of Spider-Man suits. I like suits that look the same. like they make sense. No, they don't. Spider-Man. So he has the Venom suit, which is black. He has the anti-Venom suit, which is white and black. I like, like the Venom suit because that suit makes sense. It yeah, it does. It kind of does. Like the whole. I like, don't understand why they, why Venom, an alien from another planet, goes with a spider when it has no contact with. No, 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 actually it makes sense in that in, in that scenario, which is why I actually liked what they did in the new Venom movie, how they didn't give him this logo at all. It's because the spider was the first thing he latched onto. Okay, fair. Uh, okay, that's better. But the Venom suit is like, in my opinion, the in my opinion, what you wear is supposed who's to be a reflection of what you are supposed to represent. In comics, who's got the best costume? Um, comics, not movies. I Flash makes sense. He he's in a running suit. Yeah, that's all he's in. Makes sense. He has he has padding, uh, but nothing. Actually, Superman flies. That's why like Superman could suit look, works for him. But what is Superman is part of the problems with his costume is that is that they serve no purpose. What does a superhero who almost who's basically a god who can fly and take bullets and Faster than the speed of sound and all this stuff. Why does he need a suit? Why can't um, he just... No, there's actually a reason why. And if, um, it, and if it's to protect his secret identity, how come it doesn't no, cover his face? No, that wasn't it. Um, I think it... I, I remember reading a comic, I don't remember where. It might have been just a fan theory, but um, it was branding for him. Oh, if you're talking about his logo, his logo's a family sign. Which... It, it, it was in Man of Steel. It was in no no because the, the reason the first time I heard that no uh, the reason he I've has it is because it. it was his baby blanket that he slept in and well a lot of comics have done it and it was his baby blanket and that's and did they come out after Man of Steel because they retconned the hell out of that I like it I, I don't like think so because I've seen it it comes up kind of a lot to be only that one came movie. out two thousand eleven like I said it's. You can look... Which means that New 52 came out... Actually, no. When I'm not talking about New 52. In fact, I didn't even read New 52. So that actually is on my... Kind of like on my reading list. But... Um, um, if you go before that, there is a reason he has a Superman S. And I think creatively, originally stemmed from he was Superman. But I think uh, I think the actual story, like when they dive into his past, it was because his parents... Had the well, when did those comics come out? Because anything after 2013 is basically because of Man of Steel. I 
do. I, you, you're gonna ask me to do do a lot of research into my. Uh, no, just Google it. Just go, uh, all right. So let me let me look it up. No, right. I'm asking it because. Do you remember when you read that comic? That's all I'm saying. Oh no, no, that's what I. Yeah, I said no. It. It. I remember seeing it in a whole bunch of. Um, I remember seeing it a lot, but I don't remember ex- explicitly from what. I remember seeing that like having a whole bunch like. It wasn't even like fan theories because it was just it was people saying it's a state of like it's it's who Superman is is the logo mostly and that's where it came from because uh, General General Zod he actually has another logo because you know he ate Superman it's well, like it's like was. carrying your family arms with you wherever you go you're, you're... which actually like that's why I really like Superman's costume in um Injustice actually is my favorite one. And what because I, he has like armor and he looks like a conquering dictator god, and it if, looks great. So you could do that. You could go with you could you could straight up just go with he doesn't need any of what he's wearing. He's wearing it to cultivate a person well, like an yeah, image of himself. Everything that I've ever read is that's why he's doing that. If he was supposed to represent this soft, friendly guy, blue. I would say blue's the common color to most people. Okay, but he's supposed to represent a soft protector like a, a do you know what they actually based his suit on at least relatively recently i feel like i know what you're talking about so this is why you see a lot of presidents do this too but blue is a common color and red is a symbol of power and strength and so if you do blue suits with a red tie that's seen as like it, it calms people in a scene as a position of leadership so okay, that's which good. You, if you think of it like that, it makes it a lot more sense. It does. You just brighten the blue to make it more like friendly. It does. Um, so his colors to me aren't exactly the problem. It's the way he's. It's the way his uniform actually looks. I w- I like the new fifty two because if there's anyone who you think would look like a super athlete, because that's what he looks like. Like all that shit looks like like Under Armour. And so if there's anyone that you think would basically throw on Under Armour with a cape, it's somebody like Superman. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Superboy also has a good costume. And New Fifty Two though. Yeah, I like his New Fifty Two. Because you can see some like definition under the costume. That's what I'm but saying. It seems like that looks like him. That looks like him, and you just put on some really really tight under armor. Okay, yeah, okay, I get that, and that that's another really good thing. I think that I think that more like I'm not. I'm kind of saying Hancock's a good movie. It's it's it was ahead of its time. The because we're coming out with all those movies now. Uh, the Boys is pretty much Hancock. Just I love almost every costume in The Boys. I think um, I think breaking it down and saying the reason why they're wearing this is because they're told to wear this they have to sponsor it. The fact that goggles are on a speedster is actually like a super cool touch. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Flash, his uniform makes sense. It's all red, and but it's to sh- I don't understand where the yellow comes from actually. <laughs> The behind him, the streak of yellow is always a flash. Wow. The, the reason why I like Spider-Man, like certain Spider-Man costumes, is because it started as a pro wrestling costume. Oh yeah, okay, I'm good. I'm good with that too. But the but my thing with Superman is that he just kind of just popped up, and now he's like, you know what? Let let me wear a skin tight suit with red and red, uh, red blue and a little bit of yellow. And that's why well the yellow's weird. I would like to see a white one. Um, white would work better. Yeah. The yellow's only there to show distinction, so I think yeah, it's fair. Yeah, you gotta realize, too, a lot of these are like, why is Hulk green? Because old comics went, you couldn't see that he was gray in old comic books. Yeah, so they just, yeah. 
So, yellow is a staple, but same way that short shorts on Robin is a staple. Yeah. If he had a red and white one tomorrow, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm a, uh, so, yellow, we, we both agree, we, you can kind of do what you want with the yellow. But that's why, like, the Truth, Justice, American Life Superman is because, like, which I guess they took out American Life rather recently, which to me makes sense because, like, you're not in New York, dude, you're in Metropolis. Also, he's not... He's not American. American. He's he's an alien. That's not why I don't like it. Or that's not why, why why I'm cool from taking it out. I think that Superman is supposed to represent the best of everyone, not just the best of America. That's that's even better. So that's why I like that. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I really like what they did with a couple of New 52 designs. Um, there's some stuff I kind of... I mean, I've gone through it before of what Braven's DC Universe would look like. And I basically just incorporate everything and kind of you know, retcon stuff here and there, but I really, really like Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne being Batman and Joker, but that only works if you already have a Batman and Joker. So what I, so if we're talking about making any, making a superhero so far, only Superman's uh, outfit, whole persona better, because that's the thing, their uniform is supposed to represent their persona. Like, why are you rooting for this guy? Because he doesn't look like a bad guy. And in Superman's universe, a bad guy wears a suit. Uh, Lex Luthor. Unless... No, because he wears a suit. Because he wears a daily... Planet. He wears he wear, he wears a shirt and tie. That's true. And, well, well I mean, newer arc, uh, uh, incarnations. And that's actually true. But one thing I really, really like about the Superman suit and the New 52 as well is that it looks... like Because when they bring out... Gen- it doesn't make sense. That's one thing that I really, really love that they did in... Um, Man of Steel. Everything about Superman makes no sense. And then General Zod shows up, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, imagine I mean, if I there was a samurai that was walking down the street right now. And you're like, what the hell is this guy doing? And then, like, a bunch of samurai all showed up, and you're like, oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. That's why I like his New 52 suit, because they basically did that, but in, like, they did, basically did that, like, in Man of Steel, where it was like, no, this guy, he dresses like this because he's wearing Kryptonian war garments. So, what I, what I would like, what I think we should go with is, Superman, if you were to walk up to Clark Kent right now and ask him, what is, it, what is your advice for, like, starting a new job? I believe he would say, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. So... Which for him would nah, be what would Superman say? Something way more boy He'd say something way more like, "Oh, well, you just gotta be thankful for the opportunity," and you know. Okay, fair, but what the super job of Superman? Superman's job. What does he want? What is? And it's supposed to represent. That's what why he, he wears wants. red, white, and blue. He wants to be American. His whole thing was truth, justice, and the American way for a very long time. Yeah, that's true. But his goal, his you're saying that his goal is just. Does he want to be the leader of America, or does no. he just want to be American? No, he doesn't. No, he, he, does he want to be the symbol of America? Because that's another thing. Not really. That's another goal. He's an American who wants to save Americans. So he wants to save America. But now, I mean, recently he's had a way more, like, globalist view on things, where now he's willing to save whoever, but he's from Smallville, and he lives in Metropolis, and so when you think about it, he's basically, he's a kid from Kansas who now lives in New York and wants to save everybody. Okay. And I, He's a small town kid living in a quintessential American city, basically. That's how I've always read Superman, whereas the reason why Batman dresses the way he does, look at any 
rich kid. Yeah. That rich yeah. kid, when he gets, like, he's a basically a gothic rich kid. A gothy rich kid. Army Hammer as, as Bruce Wayne? I'm cool with it. But going back Here, to- Check this out, though. Here's New 52. Here's exactly what I'm saying. You're talking about the evil... General okay. Zod oh, looks wait, no, exactly Zod. like what a general would look like. He looks like Superman's counterpart. He, he look, Yeah, okay, that fits. That's why it works. That's why I like... And Superman new... being a person who doesn't really know much about his culture, he might... Miss... Well, plus they gave him that suit. Apparently that was his dad's suit. That, and again, they've retconned it where that was like his when? father's suit. When did they do new that one? They, they did were, that in New yeah, 50... yeah, they retconned it. So, Krypton is such a weird place. It's purely because the whole social because here's what i'm saying tapes. i mean again, it is an alien planet so it is but here's the thing here here's why when you are saying something like well why does because actually that's what i love about superboy in young justice oh yeah he doesn't wear a costume because he doesn't he wears a t-shirt and jeans yeah i'm i'm a fan of his it's great persona the design is great because he doesn't even wear a mask he just like walks onto the street yeah and it's no it reminds me a lot of it reminds me a lot of thor because everyone knows the Superman. Actually, Thor does that Superman thing better. He shows up. Oh, which Thor? Movies, comics, and everything? Well, I mean, the new one where Thor is actually Thor, and Thor's not Donald Blake. Where Thor okay, just, like, so walks up. Okay, so mostly the movie incarnation. Yeah, but they've okay. changed in the comics recently. Okay, so Thor walks up, and you can tell that... They obviously drew pair in the original and the he's movies and the Thor, Thor movies. They they commonly draw pair. Yeah, and he wears his he wears his war garments when he's going to war. But other than that, nah, it's just like so a hoodie. Is <laughs> like, Thor Superman if he grew up on Krypton? Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So that's why the whole Superman versus Captain America thing doesn't really work for me. For me, it's Superman versus Thor. Superman, fair. Yeah. And I think Thor because because actually Superman, Superman would. Dish, uh, Batman vs. Superman. Superman would win. Superman has yeah, the... Superman wins. Sorry. It, you can be a fan of Batman. Batman's way cooler. I get it. Batman. Yeah, you're a fan of Batman, but there's no way you can overpower this guy. That's not true. He did have that suit made of kryptonite, and like every single time they do this, there's a suit made of kryptonite. Fair, but also... And Superman's also... This is something that they don't go he, into he enough. That, well, no, you, yeah. he can't do it. It's kryptonite. But if he's far enough away, you can aim it. Right. Because remember, but... he has super good eyes. So that's oh, a, He's a overpowered. Power. He is. But here's one of my favorite things about that they've never really established. Who taught Superman how to fight? Superman oh, should be good. a shitty fighter. Yeah, and just have pure just strength. No, to like think of no, no. What Superman should fight like? Superman should fight like a schoolyard kid. So they actually did that in well, not exactly, but they did in Star Wars when Anakin, uh, Luke mostly fights like a Luke's kid who never for a while. learned yeah. how to fight. He lear- he he learns as the movies go on. But the thing is, if you think about it, what's he learning from, he's learning just reading, kind of like yeah. So he's he knows what to do. It's just he hasn't got like muscle. So here, here's it. actually the inspiration behind that is um, the Boondocks. The yeah TV show. Yeah, you know why? So you know Huey, right? Yeah. Huey's like world, like world travel. He actually has world travel in the comics, but Huey can speak Mandarin and he is very very conscious. He's one of the ways, the only reason, he learned how to speak Mandarin by watching Chinese martial arts films, and he taught himself Mandarin, that way he could learn what moves they were doing, whereas Riley was getting into fights outside all the time, so whenever Riley and Huey fight each other, Huey beats his ass because he's very, very disciplined, and Riley's just like got his hands low, and he's just copying what he saw people do, and like, like, he's like talking trash the whole time, whereas Huey is like... He's got like stances. 
And so I think that would be super cool for a Batman versus Superman. Because yeah. in a straight up one on one fight, if they're both evenly strength, Batman beats the shit out of Superman. I think it. I think it's actually a really good idea to have a. Because every time, if you're writing a fight scene, I always say, I always, well, I don't say anything, but I always uh, think that you're writing a, um, you're writing a, you're telling a story through the fight. You're showing people's different mentalities. Yeah, because that's another reason why, um, oh, the Civil War fight where Bucky and, and Captain America are fighting Iron Man. Iron Man's only using his repulsor cannons. And Captain America and Bucky are beating his ass because they've been military trained. Yeah, so they're, they were... About to kill Iron Man. And not only were they military trained, but um, Captain America, well, Bucky for sure, and I think Captain America later, he took boxing classes in Brooklyn in the 40s. So so they know how to fight, and that's the really cool thing. And then Punisher is another guy who, like, when he fights, the dude knows how to fight. Spider-Man is another guy who should be a really shitty fighter. But if you're looking at, if you're looking at, going back to the Iron Man thing. Spider-Man should be fighting, like, if you really think about it, Spider-Man should be basically a backyard wrestler. I would be such a fan of seeing that. But like uh, he should be basically like CM Punk. But the thing is with Iron Man, you could you could justify him using the repulsor cannon. Sidebar just CM training. Punk, I know he's not just a backyard wrestler, but he did wrestle in his backyard and then he got trained by some of his friends, and that's to me is how Spider Man's character should be. Anyway, go ahead. Because I'm going to go on record and somebody's going to be like, you said CM Punk's a backyard wrestler. No, I love CM Punk. He's probably my favorite wrestler of all time. Okay. But as, would you watch, I haven't seen CM Punk act at all. But, have you seen, would you like an older Spider-Man to be portrayed by him? No, because CM Punk's way too jaded. That's the point. He's supposed to be kind of jaded. Too, no, at CM this Punk, point, Spider-Man's kind of jaded. CM Punk would be a really, really good, um, like Johnny Storm. Okay. Like, just a jaded, like, he's a... He's like, I mean, he's he's called he's called himself an asshole on, on like Twitter and Instagram, so I don't feel bad saying it. But he's a very very like, what's he what do you call himself? I'm a straight edge atheist, um, something asshole. There's something else in there too. Um, but no, he's he's I I don't I wouldn't want to see that. Um, and it's funny because he's a huge superhero nerd, but he does uh the, it's clobbering time like the thing. Oh yeah, walks yeah. The ring. Um, but he's a big superhero nerd. But that's kind of the thing is that. When you look at Spider-Man, like, the more I watch MMA, the more I realize, like, the only reason, like, Batman is, he's been trained in multiple martial arts. We all know this. Yeah, like those... Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, I mean, if I was gonna do a new Batman, I would whittle it down to, like, because where'd he go, where did he end up going in... Assassin's Academy? The League of Assassins, but, like, where is that? Somewhere, I think it's, like, Nepal or something like that. Okay, that's what I thought, too, but, like, like... because oh. what would it make the most sense to do? So, assassin is actually an Arabic word. So, it makes sense to have some Arabic style fighting in there that's been passed down. But, Ra's al Ghul is implied to be... What would be an Arabic style? I'm not sure. Because, okay. Probably some sort of wrestling. Because right I, now... I would even stretch it in pancreation because pancreation was a Greek form of mixed martial arts. I'd kind of say that. Because right now, uh, over average, Batman is a... I would say he's he's more uh, of a stand-up fighter than he, he is. He is, grappler. but like, what would make sense is if Batman did... Okay, just looking at Batman, what would make sense about his fighting styles? Probably karate for sure. Okay. Karate. I'd say boxing. Basically, George St. Pierre. Karate, Jiu-Jitsu. boxing, wrestling, jujitsu. 
I would, judo makes a lot of sense. Yeah, ju- I, I think that more judo than jujitsu. Actually, and, that's how the so in Arkham City, apparently that's how Red Robin was supposed to be was a mixed martial artist. Was that Tim Drake was like a star mixed martial artist who did acrobatics? So basically, he was just like Anthony Pettis. And I'm a fan which is of a that super cool idea because I'm I'm a huge fan of that because I think that. Um, Having showing like Batman would have grown up in basically New York, Chicago, which are big for boxing, right? Boxing. And well, New so, York's huge for boxing. Chicago, not quite as much. And he's a and he grew up in uh, depends on what age, but I so would say around the eighties, eighties. No, thing. he started in nineteen forty-two. So I mean, he would well, be what age? What is your peak? He would have started what, in thirties. So. That is that is right. Counting it now, it started in the thirties. They keep doing this sliding timeline. I would um, say, for all intents and purposes, I'd say probably sixties, seventies. Because my because my seventies New York boxing would be insane. My peak Batman, my my like his age age wise would be around thirties years. You thirty years I'd say old, 40s, maybe maybe forty. Yeah, maybe for so late thirties. Oh, early you 40s, know what? Mid forties. You know why forties works? Dan Henderson. I can see. I can totally see Bruce Wayne being like a Dan Henderson type. So 40, 40 years ago, that would be like. Early 80s. 70s, 80s, around there, but like yeah. early 80s. And early 80s, New York, Chicago, huge for boxing. So I would say if you gave him a base of boxing first, to where like almost to in the beginning of his fights, to where he almost didn't know what kicks, how to handle Yeah, the that's kick. why I think karate works really, really well for Batman too, because you gotta and realize then, yeah. the whole League of Assassins thing. Karate movie, karate and kung fu movies are going crazy in the seventies, sixties and seventies. And then There's also you gotta also you gotta figure out is Batman a guy who would have taught himself or is he a guy who would have paid top lessons well, to be tra- trained? I didn't know this until recently because I thought judo and you know because you might end up with more of a George Saint Pierre type. I thought guy. that's what I'm thinking he would fight like, but I thought that judo came over to the U.S. in probably like the sixties or seventies. No, people were doing judo in the fifties. Wow. That, I know, I was surprised too. And like the only like here here's something crazy. Have you watched UFC one? I mean, yeah, you guys Okay. <laughs> Next time you watch UFC one, look how far Frank Shamrock goes. Or Ken Shamrock, I think it is. What do you look mean how far? Far he goes. That dude is beating the shit out of everyone and he looked it does not look like a fight from nineteen ninety six. Okay, the so way he he's looks fighting looks like two thousand three. So he looks Significantly more trained than he these guys. He is doing the wrestle boxing that you'd see in 2003-2004. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Because he, the only reason he lost to, to Hoyt's Gracie is because he didn't know submissions. Okay. Think about yeah. that. Yeah, that's true. Think about that. The only reason he lost to Hoyt's Gracie is because he didn't know, didn't know what submissions were. And then when he learned those submissions by moving to Brazil for a while... He came back and he was beating everybody. And this is like, they didn't want him fighting Hoist, uh, Frank Shamrock. Frank Shamrock. It was yeah. either Frank or Ken, but one of the Shamrocks. That's how much they knew about MMA in the early 90s. So I could totally see Bruce Wayne being like an early 90s MMA guy who's huge into wrestling, boxing, and a couple different martial arts. So a guy who who is kind of, who his base is like that brute, brute strength sort of thing. Oh, for sure. And as time goes by, he learns how to, because he's taken hits for so long, he's learned how to kind of slip things. That's and, when I think, well, no, I think that's when, I, I don't see Batman, there's nothing finesse about Batman. There's nothing like, oh, I dodged him, he didn't see me coming. There's I nothing think, like that about Batman. What, I think older Batman is gonna be that kind no, of no, finesse. No, no, you're thinking about it, think about judo. 
You don't dodge anything in judo. So you just take it and move on? No. Or... Okay, so in judo, if I were to punch you right now, right? You're redirecting their energy and using it against them. That's what I thought. That's what I can see. I can't see him doing like Floyd Mayweather head movement. Oh, no. I, was... I think that's yeah. like a Nightwing Robin type thing where you're just like dodging punches and getting out of the way. I think Batman is taking kind of like the counters in uh, Arkham Asylum. Uh, yeah. He's take and like he's gonna hit you with like a quick you know, quick palm heel strike, quick chop, something like that. Yeah. So that's that is what I was what I was kind of picturing when I said finesse. That's and not not so much just well like that, to be honest. not like a Muhammad Ali type guy, but more of a counter. Punch. Yeah, he'll definitely counter. So, I see him as almost like a Manny Pacquiao. Ha! He counters. So what else? And then. All, and then all this, just to say, to find a superhero's uniform, you got to find his fighting style and what he wants to represent. Because I think Batman works well when he has that kind of like slight armor. Like, okay. Like that slight little bit of armor. Like, have you ever... Okay, probably not because you're in the Air Force. Have you ever worn a bulletproof vest? Flak flak vest, but... No, I mean a bulletproof. No. Actual no, plates. Like, well... Yeah, but I don't think it was capable of taking bullets at the it time. Is. At the um, time, I don't think it was. I think it was like a weighted vest. If you've ever us. worn a bulletproof vest, they're not that heavy. You can walk with that. So okay, you can okay. jump with that. Like you can do a lot with it. So I can see him wearing flak armor around his body, and then everything else, you know, and then just like flak type armor around his joints. So he's so on it. So from what we're saying, he looks more like that new Fifty Two Superman. He's gonna turn out to be that guy who looks kind of. No, his stuff is very fitting, Superman but it's has very. To worry about. So if I was Superman, I would just like. I think that branding looks great. I think that he. So almost more like a low tech Batman Beyond sort of suit. Kind of. But or like, or look at the newer newer flashes that sort of thing. No. The like, newer um, like the one in uh, Justice League his suit. Kind of like Arkham City. My problem with saying Arkham City is that. You never really got like I mean you can but it was never really clear on his uniform. So look at Batman's new fifty two. Batman's new fifty two. Okay. The problem with Batman's new fifty two is that that thing is skin tight, and he's only fighting people who shoot guns at him. Oh no! You know what? No, this is perfect. This is pretty much perfect. Yeah. Look how metallic that looks. Okay. That's perfect. Like that's a great suit to me. I also prefer the shorter ears from the old the Batman show. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, more. The, those were like really short, like basically just nubs, I guess. Yeah, I actually really like that. Like this, yeah. But so also, yeah, not, so that is, is another thing. That is another thing. That's the perfect Batman suit to me. I think cosmetically, I don't understand. I don't think Batman would really. I think Batman would only wear a logo once he realizes what that logo does. No, I don't no, think he'd no. start off Batman with a logo. No, I think you're completely wrong. I think you're completely wrong. You know why? Comic books? He's the CEO of a major oh, company. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He would put his brand on everything. So, he, they got that right. He, he works at Wayne Towers, which houses Wayne Enterprises, and lives at Wayne Manor. His name's all over shit. So, he's going to put something like, would you imagine the bat being all over? Hell yeah. And you wouldn't Because I, I, what I would thought is like, when he first was Batman... He would. It would Think just be Tony like a black suit. Think what Tony Stark did. The only reason he didn't put on Stark Industries is because there was no space on that costume. He Pretty painted much, yeah. that thing. He literally called it Hot Rod Red. Yeah. Uh, so 
as far as Batman, for me, what I would have done is, I don't, so yeah, you're right, but when would he have decided on a bat? He's scared of bats. But when, at what point in his, like, actual life? Um, I would make it the League of Assassins if I had to rewrite it because it makes a lot of sense for the League to, you know, talk about, like, oh, do you have to become what they're, you know, you have to embrace your fear or some, you know, crazy thing like that. Some scarecrow thing. Yeah. But, okay, because I could definitely see the League of Assassins giving names to people. That's why I really, Like, you are the something, like, you are an animal. Yeah, Yeah. and then his being, like, you're not something different enough, like Batman, like something not as super. Probably, or just calling him the Bat. The Bats, yeah, that's a good one because some way, something where he's where they're like, you weren't exactly meant for this, but you kind of pushed your way through, and now you're the Bat. You know what? That actually works really, really well because there's a lot of bird motifs in Batman, like Harley Quinn, Huntress, and uh, Birds of Prey. Huh. Yeah, they're the Birds of Prey, and then you have the Court of Owls. It makes a lot of sense that you'd have stuff like, you know, Rayshad Ghoul being like, calling everybody like Peregrine Falcons or something like that. Because you got to look at what, you know, those different types of birds that you see. You see a lot of falcons and vultures and raptor type birds out there. Okay, so if that is the thing, um, because, yeah, it is. But if the League of Assassins is giving bird names, I think that it could be very interesting to be, to go into... Why does every major group of Gotham have a bird name? And you can show the League of Assassins, like, why are, like, where does it, does the League of Assassins controlling everything indirectly? Uh, are they no, more of, like, I, a political group than they are a... No, that's the Court of Owls. So, court, is the Court of Owls controlling the League of Assassins, or is it, like, a mutual... I don't think they mess with each other. So, yeah, that's the thing. Why are they all giving each other bird names? Who, I think that who that got that idea? as, like, a really interesting... I mean, there's two things you could do here. What I would like to see is maybe like a Templar and Assassin type thing. Where just like a thousand years ago, there was the League of Assassins and the Court of Owls. And maybe like a House yeah, of okay. Lords or House of Commons, like Parliament type thing. And they just split. And they just really haven't messed with each other for the past hundred years. So they kind of did that in Gotham, the TV show. They kind of, they were trying, they weren't set on doing it. Here's the problem with Gotham. There's nothing interesting about the pre-Bruce on Gotham. The only... I... Unless you're going to discuss, like, you know what I like to see in a pre in a, in a pre Bruce Wayne Gotham, I want to see Victor Zaz getting taken down by, um, getting taken down by what's his name by Commissioner Gordon. Okay, that kind of happened. No, kinda. that should be like the entire first season is like that's how Jim Gordon makes his name is because he found the serial killer known as Victor Zaz. So my problem with Gotham is that it is like, everyone in that show. Joker? Everyone in that show is too young to be interesting. That's what I'm saying. So it, I liked it. It's just like but when you're showing Two Face before he's Two Face, it's not. Rookie Cop Jim Gordon sounds great. You gotta, and if you're trying to show a prequel, you gotta move up the age of all these guys. Especially, here's what would really work too. Now that I think about it, you could actually do this with Batman because I've always imagined Batman as being born in the 40s. So now he'd be like an 80 year old man. That's how I've always imagined him. But what makes a lot of sense is if Jim Gordon is about 20 or 30 years old in the 30s, that makes a ton of sense. Because then Barbara Gordon is kind of like, not maybe not Barbara Gordon, because doesn't he have another son? Jim Gordon? I think he has a son. Anyway, I don't. Long Halloween, I think he has a son. But I would really like to see a Jim Gordon in like basically just like 
we made a neo-noir movie about Jim Gordon in the 40s searching for Victor Zaz. And then at the end of the movie, he's, you know, because he did so well on the Victor Zaz case, he is hired to find the killer of Thomas and Martha Wayne. So your that's point, how their relationship begins. So your point would be like, this is, it's not a Batman movie. It's a neo, neo, uh, neo-noir detective movie. Yeah, that happens to take place and in it's, Gotham. And the guy's name, it's, it's less of a Batman story than it is a story about a guy named... Uh, uh, yeah, I think Officer Jim Gordon. Gordon. I think uh, Jim Gordon, yeah. I think Detective Jim Gordon searching for a serial killer in 1940s Gotham is a great story. I, I also, I, I have to disagree with you on the whole sliding age things because if you're making a... If you put 1940s on a guy right now, you're like, why can't I get current day him? And at some point, you're going to need to I update would, the character a little bit. Um, so here's why. I would... So... If you do 1940s Batman, it actually works really, really well with how the rest of these comics came out. Teen Titans came out in the 60s and 70s. Uh, Justice League came out in the 50s. So you could actually do something where Batman was born in 1940. And honestly, Batman was born in 1942. Superman was born in 1941 because that's when his comic came out. You could do something where you're introducing, you know, there are children in the, in the 50s. And then in the, in the 60s, this is when they really, really started, you know, to, to go their separate ways because you can even say that you know Batman being a rich kid in the 60s and traveling the world he is who all these hippies wanted to be but when he came back he was hyper disciplined compared to a small town Clark Kent going to high, going to college in 1959 starting college in 1959 in Metropolis yeah he's gonna have a way more like truth you know we're here for truth and justice man like I think seeing, and I, I don't want to turn Batman into like the Punisher, but I think having Batman travel the world post, you know, like when his college years would be, because when does he end up leaving, actually? Like right after his parents died? Early, well, depending on when his parents died, what context is talking about, which is he, around, what, how old? he's 10 years old around when they die. So he, where he, he, he leaves around his 20s. He so stayed, what's he do for the next 10 years? He le- what you're saying leaves, travels the world, goes to the League of Assassins. No, but like he just kind of disappears. When he's ten years old. Oh, what does he do from ten? What does he do from ten years old on? So Nothing they ever. say that he so in Gotham he was he was searching for his parents' killer, and uh, usually that's what he's doing. Sometimes sometimes they just kind of time jump and time jump I've ten always years, seen time jumps. It like that was that was another reason why everyone wanted to go into Gotham. They're like, what is he doing in the time in between his parents and when he's Batman? He's being ten years old. Yeah, but as a kid with some sort with PTSD and you know uh, no one else. But you know, it makes you a know, lot of sense. Traumatized child. Right when he's eighteen, if he's not allowed to leave Wayne Manor, he leaves right when he's eighteen. He comes back when he's twenty five, twenty six. Batman, a Batman who misses the entire 1960s because he's too busy Just traveling everywhere else. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense of why he's so regimented compared to a, a Superman who's like kind of freewheeling. To be honest, so the point of your Batman is almost to be outdated. A little bit. So he's supposed to kind of be. He's kind of like a young relic, like a guy who missed a whole lot of time and is still stuck in the time frame that he left. But because Batman's a child. Like, let's be real. Batman's a complete child. Like he's, he struggles with basic human things that you learn as a child. I I don't know what you're talking about there, but no, like his empathy 
his compassion, his how considerate he is. Like, he is super considerate, or he's not saying? at all. Because Gotham, they changed that. He was supposed to be super empathetic, super nice. He's right. kind of like a nice kid, just super. Yeah, and then you watch your parents basically. die in front of you. And you weren't allowed to leave your house for eight years. So the the thing was that he still cut. He still tries to keep that goodwill towards everyone. It's just that he's very. He, no, imagine that sort of. Kid. He's a business. He's a he's a business kid who's very just, right. Who and I don't think that you need to turn Thomas and Martha Wayne into like the full mafia ties family that they were in in Telltale mm-hmm. Batman. I liked it, but I don't think you need to go quite that far. I think that him making shady deals with the mafia is a much better story. Um, I because that was actually a really really good story in Batman um, when they were like, "Oh, your dad had mafia ties." And basically, at the end, he's like, yeah, well, I'm not with my dad. But I, I'm really, really interested. I'm, I would just really, really love to see that sort of thing where Batman missed out on the entire 1960s, and that's why his view was so limited. Because, like, here's another thing. You know where Selina Kyle came from, right? In the comics it, now? It's literally She just... was a prostitute for the Falcones and the Maronis. But she was a mafia prostitute who was a burglar. Which arc are you talking about? Like, Long Halloween. You... Long Halloween? So, doesn't that kind of make sense that a kid who, a person who never really had the chance to, like, grow up, per se, that's who he'd be interested in? Someone who's, like, the physical embodiment of everything he was never supposed to have? I remember, he's League of Assassins. I, I, I don't, like, that could go in so many different directions that it would almost be... Especially with Talia al because the only I, person he's encountered up to that point is Talia al I don't think... Woman. I don't think I would go into that one because it just it's just so it's just you're not narrowing down like anything. He's it's very just But it makes sense. you're attracted I, to the person who you're never supposed to meet. Right. But here's the thing about that works with Catwoman because Catwoman's honestly one of my favorite characters because her she has a redemption story where she's gone from stealing all these things and you know, growing up in foster care and bouncing around from home to home, being a mafia girl, like all these different things. To where she's a member of the Justice League. That's insane. And so that storyline, I think there's a huge, I think there's a ton of storylines that you don't get a chance to see with Batman because Batman's the star. But if you took, if you had this age scale where you were like, okay, Batman is 18 in 1960, Batman is 40 years old in 1980. Okay, well, what's happening in 1980? It makes a lot of sense for a 40 year old Batman a middle-aged Batman to not know how to deal with a rebellious son. Like a 30-year-old Batman who's just trying to show him how much he knows and how he's an adult, kicking Robin out, who's young at this point, and he has to go to a different city. And then a middle-aged Batman not knowing how to handle a rebellious son like Jason Todd is a really, really good story that you just read about here and there because Batman's going to be Batman for 100 years. I... I, I agree. I... I, I still like when they put people who weren't notoriously in that certain um, time frame into like another new time frame. I like when they update characters with the generations. I kind of do, fan, but I think that if you're making a Batman today, the only one who today, works for me is Wolverine. If you're making a Batman to, oh yeah, he can stay. The he only can person stay that works where for that he was born. But my thing is that it, since Batman has no powers, I think that you kind of have to justify that. He is a human, and he can't Batman be like this four-year-old guy. Torch every twenty years tops. And I think that if you start a Bruce Wayne story, you have to start it around nineteen forty. Thirty, I would say, depending on what age you're going for, thirty years before 
um, the his peak age. For right. Him. And so if you start a Batman story in 1940, and you start, and he's at his peak and probably his mid to late 20s. But what I'm saying is, 30 years ago was not was not ni- 1940. No, here's in what I'm saying. In my scenario, though. he would. Here's be, what I'm saying because peak Batman, right? Yeah. So you're in your, most people are in their peak from 25 to 32. So let's go right in the middle and say 28. So your peak Batman's 28, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm saying Batman should be born in 1942, which is when his first comic year came out, right? Okay. Add together 1942 and, and 28. Go ahead. It'd be uh, 1942 and 28. That's 60, 70, 70s. No. Oh, is it 70s? Yeah, it's 70s. It is 70s. I was thinking 80s. 70s Batman? Batman Year One taking place in 1970? Works really, really well. I think that so I think that okay. people are tired before, of... Before you stop, before you go on, here's what I'm going to look up for you. Actually, you know what? I'm going to stop you really quick because I'm going to look something up for you. So go ahead and say what you're going to say. I think it's... I think at some point, I am t- I'm kind of tired of hearing... Uh, Batman in the 40s, Batman in the 80s. I, I'm kind of tired of hearing different time frames. I, I, I want to see, give me just kind of a vanilla Batman and we'll work from there. Okay, so I mean, I'm going to read you some movies that take place in the 70s in New York. And you tell me if Batman fits in this, not necessarily in the movie, but in this world. Okay? First of all, they used to call Batman, or they used to call New York in the 70s Fear City. That's how crazy it was. <laughs> that's actually kind of... So first of all, let's just stop there. That's a that's a very bad Okay, man. so I'm going to read this to you. Ready? Here's here's one of the New York crime movies in the 70s. Mean Streets, directed by Martin Scorsese. This little Italy crime genre, drama stars Harvey Keitel as Charlie, a debt collector for his uncle Giovanni. Okay, so... So 70s mafia, mafia movie. movie. Annie Hall is a young Jewish boy living in Brooklyn. Um... As they, so that's kind of your, I think that's a very good Robin story to base off Annie Hall. If you made a Robin sto- Robin and Batgirl story based off Annie Hall, I think that works really, really well in a Batman universe. Um, Clute is simultaneously serves as a dramatic thriller and comprehensive undertaking of character development, starring Jane Fonda as Brie Daniel, a strong female lead, as well as New York prostitute. That's Catwoman. Uh, you have Marathon Man, famous for his stunning visuals of main character Thomas Levy running through Central Park, a 1970s thriller about an unlikely civilian being stuck in the middle of a suspenseful web of secrets involving diamonds and Nazis hidden uh, thanks to his brother. Sounds like a Bruce, sounds like an Alfred story, honestly, that you'd have Thomas Wayne that made a lot of his money in shady ways. Um, we'll skip a couple of these because I know you haven't heard of them. Dog Day Afternoon is a, a bank. It is a bank robbery movie with Al Pacino. You've got Saturday Night Fever, which I think would be a really interesting Batman story because it's. I mean, yeah, it's that one. basically. Okay. Saturday Night Fever? Gotcha. Easy. How do you rectify Bruce Wayne, the playboy, who sees so much drama and crime on these streets that he's. That he, you know, is that he, he sees all this like crazy shit that's going on and he sees Dick Grayson, you know, a part of it in some type of way. Because that movie's about young people in New York City in the 70s and how violent it got out of nowhere. Yeah, sounds like a Robin movie. 
So now I'm not saying that you put Robin in this movie. I'm not saying that at all. Taxi Driver. That's another New York in the '70s movie. But imagine the backdrop because we saw because Joker's the '80s, right? Mid '80s. The movie, yeah, the, mm, around there, maybe early '80s, early '80s, maybe late '70s. Yeah, around there. They never really explicit, unless I missed something. They never really explicitly. So say. imagine Batman in that universe. Imagine a Bruce Wayne returning home in that universe. So here's I'm just what saying I would it's say. interesting. Here's what I would say. I would say that if you, I say that sometimes because they they have. Well, I mean, they probably have done a just normal Batman story taking place current day. But it, what about a superhero who? Again, he's not supposed to be relatable to the vast majority of people. He's a rich playboy who mostly rich is his main characteristic. That's sure. true. Um, so he's around, my idea will put him around 25 years old right now. So around your age. So that he's ruins just every story for, Rob, for every Robin. Robin isn't around yet. Yeah, That's I, it. We're not going to put Robin in. But here's my thing is that if you have a rock, so Batman Year One, let's say he comes back in. Cause how long was he gone in the League of Assassins? Shoehorning in Robin is, I think, a a, a, he, a, a recipe for disaster. Robin came out six months after Batman. Okay, so let me just say, if if uh, we had the Dark Knight and he was just like, you know what, you know who would make this movie even better? Let's put Robin in. They did that in Dark Knight Rises. He's never. He shows up for like one second. He he's never explicitly called. He never dons a suit. He, he doesn't he do anything. Robin. Robin. And then he's gone for the rest of the movie. But, I mean, your your whole point of, like, oh, I'll make this movie better, it got a lot of people interested because that's a great Nightwing. And they never talked about it again. And honestly, if you put Batman in the 70s, that means you get Nightwing in the 80s, which is something I really So want. you would much rather to... Okay, let me just get this straight. You're tired of, you're tired of Batman being Bruce the Wayne center. in the 70s. You're tired of Batman being no, the no, center. No, 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 no. You want to see people Bruce grow Wayne. up around him. Yeah. You would I'll much rather see too. that than you'd like to see Batman. Then you'd rather you'd rather see you would rather not see Bruce Wayne again. Okay. After a certain point, no. And you would much rather see people around Bruce Wayne grow up. So Bruce Wayne is still in the middle. It's just not no. him anymore. No, you put Bruce Wayne. I think Bruce Wayne bows out. I think Bruce Wayne at a certain point. My ideal Batman or Bruce Wayne death would be him and Selina Kyle living on the Watchtower, watching over the entire world post injustice. So. And what I'm what I'm saying is that and remember, they just remember, like I are think, together with like maybe like Martian Manhunter and Green Lantern and a few other cosmic superheroes. We 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 talked about this before. It was the whole the best story is the most interesting character can never be the main character. That, okay, that's the movies though. Because I think you can do that. I think it's no no no. Here's why because the, I would actually read the shit up a Jack Sparrow comic because he's a comic book character. Character. I don't because they've done read, Jack Sparrow comics. I don't want to read. Orlando, I don't even know his name. I don't want to read Orlando Bloom's comic. It's going to be super fucking boring. Cool, you worked in a blacksmith shop. Luke Skywalker, another person. I don't want to read You don't have to show all of the boring parts. I'd much rather see Han Solo in a comic book or TV show, but you can't carry a two-hour movie because your witticism and jokes, you can't last me for two hours. Yeah, yeah, but a book, if you were like, if if you were like, I would like to write a... Um, let me just say a short story about a guy who's just, just, and this guy's the main character. No, no pre archetypes or anything. Just, just a guy. All the stories come up with the the average, all all the stories are about some way in its core about just a guy doing something. If I'm saying that Batman should bow out after a while, because in my thought process, Batman stops being Batman around the nineties if he starts in the seventies. 
Okay. You're still getting 20 years of Batman. You know what else could be interesting? Or Bruce Wayne Batman. So you're saying comic books need to have the most important character. Okay, let me, let me, let's see a comic book that more, we Batman read. or Bruce Wayne? Batman or Bruce Wayne? Comics are not called, um, Bruce, comics are not called Bruce Wayne. Uh, let's see, comics or... I think that Bruce Wayne is the is the character that you need behind Batman. I, even then, I don't think so because when you watch something, at like, least behind the original Batman, you, right? That's what I'm saying. But once that ends, that original Batman at a certain point should bow out. Hey, man, I'm 60 years old. I can't do this anymore. So what I would I already say, got my ass kicked by Superman four times. What I would say is that if you were to, because uh, what I'm trying to find a comic book that we both read, and I don't know. There's any because I feel like we no, have two different tastes in comic saying. books. Turn Bruce Wayne into Obi Wan Kenobi. That's it. The first three I'm... movies are like 15 years in movie time, and they're all about Obi Wan Kenobi. And then the next three movies, Obi Wan Kenobi is in them here and there, but it's about Luke Skywalker. Dick Grayson being Luke Skywalker is awesome. Then the last three movies, Dick Grayson would be basically treat like teaching Tim Drake. And then Tim Drake would be teaching Damian Wayne. And then Damian Wayne would be teaching Terry McGinnis. That five... That's five Batman. That's not a crazy number for what? It's... Batman started in 1942. And it's 2020 now. You could do 80 years of Batman with five Batman. Okay, how about this? Describe your opening shot, opening panel to the first to the first issue of your Batman. Or of your, of your ideal comic Bat Family move. What, what you're just talking about. The first panel, what is it? Batman overlooking the rooftops in 1970, Gotham City. Okay. Um, mine? Maybe late 60s. You can push me. Oh, my favorite, one of my favorite movies is also a uh, 70s New York movie, The Warriors. Because, well, oh yeah. That yeah, would okay. be a fantastic Batman movie. That's, a, that's basically Arkham, along, Arkham yeah. City. Or, yeah, that's basically Arkham City. Like, I, think I would love to see that kind of movie where it's a bunch of gangs and... Batman starting off his career by cleaning up just a bunch of gangs and then moving up to the mafia and then the mafia gets pissed and they start bringing in heavy artillery heavy artillery like Bane. That makes sense because I want I would like a more grounded like the Joker existing should be there should be the Joker and then that should be like the craziest you get is the Joker. I don't like that it's like okay well what about aliens like for Batman that doesn't make sense to me. No, he's like, supposed to be the grounded down to earth. Basically, he's the cop of the Justice League. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is Batman fighting Doomsday? Now, for Superman, that works. Because for Superman, it works because of one character, which is Brainiac. I mean, Zod, but yeah. Okay. Zod we'll kind of we'll works because Zod makes sense as like a beginning. But Brainiac, he was the one who destroyed Krypton because he hated Krypton. And it makes a lot of sense for Brainiac to be like, oh, I found that. It makes sense for you have Zod that found Superman because he's Kryptonian and he wants to rebuild Krypton again. And it makes a lot of sense to have Zod be the reason why Brainiac finds everything. It's like in um, in uh, Avengers, the only reason Thanos even looks at Earth is because there's an insane amount of power going on there. So I actually very much like the idea of because I know movies have been doing movies and video games have been doing this fairly recently. I like the idea of Batman is dead, but not necessarily Bruce Wayne. I think the idea of um, I think you need to flip that. So you're saying Bruce Wayne needs to die? Okay, so what I'm what I'm viewing. But I'm saying Bruce Wayne died. So if he if Batman's born in 1942, okay. 
So let's take that to right now. Batman would be 78. But what I'm viewing it as 78 year old Batman hanging out on in the Watchtower is basically what they did in Batman Beyond, and Batman Beyond was great. So what I'm thinking as is like Batman is no longer Batman. He Bruce Wayne is now basically a um or, what are they, yeah, Oracle. And he's just watching the sh- yeah. the streets and keeping track of the no, Batman. No, no, no. I would change it because I he's, think... He's, I think there was no physical Batman anymore. I think... No, no, no. If it was up to me, right now, the physical Batman would be Damian Wayne. And you're saying around 20s, Damian Wayne? To where he's like... His prime. Yeah, mid... Yeah, mid, mid like, Basically yeah, not 20. 17 Damian Wayne. That they um, I, I can see him being young just because... It, I mean... You'd have to really figure out how old Talia Ghul is, but if she's immortal, if she's an immortal because of her dad, yeah. you'd assume that her son would like have this like slowed aging kind of like Boba Fett. And so I can see like a young-ish Damian Wayne where he's like 16, 17 and he's Robin. Because now you have to go back and forth and now it's like, okay, well, <laughs> if Dick Grayson was 17... So he's like aging in dog years or something like that? Kind of. But like, I'm trying to figure out how old would Batman be when he found out he had a kid. I'm thinking he probably was... Post-Jason Todd's probably in his 40s or 50s, and he has this, like, 12-year-old kid, which puts him at, like, 28 when he had the kid, which kind of makes sense that he would spend one more night with Talia al Ghul. So, let's say that, you know, this is 72, this is 1970, and Batman has, a, you know, Batman sleeps with Talia al Ghul, and now you have Damian Wayne in 1982, and he pops up, so that means that he's 20 years old in 1990. What about... kind of works. What about a Batman who Slow just decides... Out. What about a Batman who's kind of like late in his career, but he decides he just gives up. He's done. That's Dark Knight Returns. He is done being Batman, and he's like or the that's guy. Batman Beyond and Batman Beyond and Dark Knight Returns. And not so much as like he's training a guy, or a guy found him, or he's he's so I more Batman Beyond. The, I think yeah, I think that's but, because here's my idea: is that your lineage would be and I, again. I got to figure out how I would fit Damian Wayne in there because he's like 12 years old in this new one, but like it's weird because he's like 12. But it'd be Batman. And then it would go Dick Grayson. And then from Dick Grayson, you have Tim Drake. And then Tim Drake would be teaching Damian Wayne. And Damian Wayne would be teaching Terry McGinnis. I'm okay with that. It's just the... The exact dates are my only problem. That, But I'd other than that, I'm good about that. to when should Batman retire? Maybe like the 80s or 90s. I can see... Well, that's how you do Dark Knight Rises. You have him retire after Nightwing. So, or like, and then Tim Drake takes over. And then Tim Drake, you know, something happens where... Or actually, no, you'd have... What's his name take over? You... Because I think the Dick Grayson... I think Dick Grayson having issues with Bruce Wayne is a really important part to that story. Because I think you need to have some sort of conflict between those two. Because those two are basically... Like, at a certain point, that father-son relationship needs to turn into an older brother-younger brother relationship. Because when you really think about it, they're not that far apart in age. If Batman's 25, 26, and he's taking care of a 17, 18-year-old. What if you did it this way? You know what I mean? Like, they're not that far apart. Because Batman, when he started out, I think he's only in his 20s. And then then Robin, when he started out, was, like, in his middle to late teens. He was, like, 16, 17. What if uh, one of the reasons... What if... um, So, here's, here's here's my pitch, I guess. You you show young Bruce Wayne. He walks into a... um, he falls into the well. He walks in. He finds like a weird cavern area. He doesn't. You don't really understand what it is. It seems oddly just. You don't know what it is, but it just seems very important. And you see, like maybe, maybe like some some sort of artifacts are all over the wall, and it looks kind of like a 
looks kind of like he stumbled upon some sort of town that has been um, just buried. And then he is soon he's soon found got, gotten out of there. He tells his parents they don't know what happened. And then all of a sudden his parents die. Then you're like, okay, so what's happening here? So then ba- Actually, that, so then I, you go and you're I just you go into and you happened. find that Batman that Bruce Wayne is not the original Batman. That there has been a Batman in Gotham City since the beginning of Gotham, but but because That's Bruce Wayne is so because Bruce Wayne is so he it's more of that he's honestly the worst one because he can't hide to hide in the shadows. And um I would change that just a little bit to make him like to make Batman like the offshoot of a talon. Cuz a talon that went vigilante that would be his pedigree. I cuz my thing and is that's that, actually how you bring in Azrael if you think about it. Cuz my thing is that I don't actually the Court of Owls are good in concept but they're no, like fighting a they're like it's card, it's, yeah. it's like they have so much power, but they're like fighting a boardroom, and it's kind of just. I don't want to watch. I don't want to read. I don't want to. I don't want to read a long time about just some guy trying to indirectly fight a board. No, but like that. That's not why it works. Because the Court of Owls, the way that they've been doing it recently, is like they have the Talons, which are their elite fighting unit, and then each member of the Court of Owls is like a different form of powerful because they're basically all immortal that's a really fucking cool idea and plus what makes what would actually what i'd actually change because i just remembered one of the stories that i heard batman gets into boarding school in england that's where he met uh chester or oswald cobblepot okay that's I, I think that was in the new batman telltale game was that that's how they did it so that would actually make a lot of sense and if you're going to do the founders of gotham the waynes being members of the court of owls the I'd say the Waynes, the Sionises, um, fuck, what's that dude's name? Um, Hush. Don't know Elliot, Elliot, Thomas Elliot. But the Waynes, the Elliots, the Sionis family, and the Cobblepot family make a ton of sense. And I, well, and the Arkham family, I guess it'd be the Arkham family. Going back, it would be because if you you can go with Court of Owls thing, Towels, but Ty Talons. But if you go going back, it would be the um, no court of towels. Court of towels. That's it. All right. That's it. Nope. New Batman court of towels. <laughs> All right. So the court of towels. If you find out that he finds the lair to to one of like that's what he found is a lair to either you can go League of Assassins or Court of Owls, and it's basically like that's why his parents were killed because he found something that he was not supposed to find, and his parents recognized more of that than he than than he did. And it basically becomes oh. stopping it before it happens. I actually like that. That that's why they were killed is because they did something to piss off the court of owls. Yeah, they're like your I son found really this, like and like, that. and they're like doing. Oh, basically wait, they're no, holding, that's your court of owls. Is it be the Waynes, the Elliots, the Sionises, the Arkhams, the Falcones, and the Maronis? I think I'm black. That's, mask, black huh? mask is Roman Sionis. Yeah. Okay, that's what. It, okay. Yeah. That so, would be your Court of Owls. That's a crazy Court of Owls. I, that yeah. Thomas Wayne sits on the Court of Owls? And that... Okay, so maybe that this is, describes our optimal Gotham TV series. The the way, It's about the Waynes and the Court of Owls with with uh, purely just... Because um, they're Gordon keeping, kind of re- reacting to it. Yeah, no, sign me up. I'm in. So, okay. We can do... Yeah, that's fucking ill. You can almost that's keep the same... That's super character. cool. Yeah. And then you, so that's what, that's my optimal 
prequel, I guess. We'll call it that prequel. And you yeah. can... So, okay. What about if you had... What other... Because then you can do stuff like Penguin being a revolutionary, like how he was in, uh, in, in uh, Telltale. You can do that now. You can okay. have that Vicky Vale, Lady Arkham storyline, but just change it just a little bit. Because now when you have the Lady... Now when you have Lady Ark, the Lady of Arkham... And you can do a serious house on serious earth, and you can have Mad Dog Manson and all those characters, and you can do the Arkham Knight in a really interesting way now because it would make sense that each family has their own protector, and Thomas Wayne being a proto Batman, I'll call him something different. There's an, there's another name that he has, but Thomas Wayne being a proto version of Batman, like that kind of Flashpoint series, makes a ton of sense now. And because like, did it, did it ever make sense that he was stepping up to the robber as a rich guy who's never done anything in his life? No, no. that's what I'm saying. So I was like, yo, why is he ready to fight this dude with a gun if How, this is 1950? You're coming out. Of, out however, of I could see him stepping, like, thinking he can take the guy on. And uh, you can really see him thinking he. Can but take I, the guy I, on I don't see him just surrender. Like just the protect. It, it makes sense that he'd be like, yo, just take the money. I don't see him just just giving just I calm down do. just just calm down give him whatever he wants I I can because all he wanted was the money was money I I, I what can I definitely could see, see if Thomas Wayne is this like perfect philanthropic person who's like building trains for, to connect Gotham I can totally see him just being like yo listen here just uh, you got the money we're calling it a day yeah because uh, all he wanted was the pearl necklace and the um and the money because okay so and like why did you fight over the pearl necklace and the money, you're a billionaire, bro. Like you can, you're good. So, one reason he may have fought is fought to keep money because I can definitely see him not being. What about what if there's something going on with his money at the time and he can't? And that's what he's worried then, about losing his money. Going to the opera is not the way. I to mean, do rich that. people do rich people things. That's true, but like, I, but if you were to rob, I guarantee they tell you all the time. They tell they they tell you all the time. If somebody comes up and they're trying and they want your wallet and they're gonna mug you, what do you do? Just give them the money. Yeah. Give them the money and report it and report, um, report to your bank. I heard this phrase. It was, <laughs> I don't, I don't entirely think that you should act on this, but the guy said, um, "You charge a gun and you run away from a knife because a gun you're gonna get shot no matter what. Yeah, run I've away. Heard, I've heard people say that. <laughs> if a knife you you can a knife you don't need to In get stabbed. In the words of Richie, "Yo, you gotta be a real goon to stab somebody." Yeah. He's right, but, like, it's a helpful way to put it. Yeah, so, in that whole way, I think that if a... What is this... Thomas Wayne is trusting in his ability to... Because what... In his, is he, if he's trusting in his money, I could see him just giving up his money. Right. If he's trusting but in his Tom, physical ability... Yeah, because if Thomas Wayne is, like... I forgot what he... Because there's... A, that, what's that Cause alternate? Because there's got to be something there to make him... There Something has got to happen before that to be, like... This is my chance to prove my worth, sort of thing, and that is where people do dumb stuff. So the crime syndicate has. Oh my God, this is perfect. The crime syndicate of America. Have you heard of them? Nope. They're a parallel universe Justice League of America. Okay. That's, okay. Okay. The members oh, wait, of yeah, the crime syndicate are Ultraman, Superman, Superwoman, Wonder Woman, Johnny Quick. Which, holy shit, that's such a yeah, way better name than Flash. Power Ring. And Owl Man. Okay. Is this the one... What am I thinking of? The one with Joker was a leader and it was just as big as um, Justice the, League? That's the opposite of Justice League. Is that what it's called? No, it's it's the, like the alternate version. 
Okay, but, that's the one I thought it yeah. was, but... So this one could be... Is, is Does this have any way connections to Injustice, though? No. Because that whole alternate but reality like, Superman was dumb. But, like, look at Owlman, the way that he's in the comics. And that's Thomas Wayne Jr. because he, he had like a son. He, he had like a secret a son. But I can totally see a Thomas Wayne version of Owlman. That sounds awesome. So... It could, yeah, I'm, I'm Oh, interested. dude, for sure. So basically, Owlman, Batman? Just a cross-section of both? That would be basically your, um... That would be your Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne being an Owlman, um, the Falcone and Maroni gangsters, you know, kind of being a proto-version of, you know, basically just working their way into the crime family. Um, working their way up the crime syndicate, but it, it makes a lot of sense of like, if all these people are talents, including a Thomas Wayne Jr. Because my thing about because Batman, here's another thing here's another thing you can do with that because Thomas Wayne Jr. actually does exist. Bruce isn't their only son, so what would make sense is if you had somebody who was loyal to the Court of Owls, you had Thomas Wayne Jr. taken by the Court of Owls secretly. Nobody knows that he even exists. Thomas Wayne Jr. gets taken to the Court of Owls. Alfred, knowing who the Court of Owls is takes Batman and goes back home to England. And that's where he that was where he's been until he turns eighteen. He just travels the world and learns how to fight shit. So my thing about Batman is that when it comes to ideas and stuff, no one you never have an original idea. You're just either the no. first to act on it or the first to yeah, or, or I mean, you're or you just didn't you're usually just the first to act on it. Yeah. So this character's been around for like eighty years. Or do it success or you're the first to do it successfully. So my thing about Batman is that what if he was the first to what if he was either the first to do it successfully, or the or straight up the first to um, because I think that it could be very interesting if a guy approached him and was like I've tried to do this, and this does not um, work because of this reason. In my universe that I wanted to do, I wanted to I wanted that to be Rorschach. Rorschach was like, hey. Not Watch Rorschach. I'm sorry, Night Owl. Night Owl. Night Owl. Because if you think about it, it would make a lot of sense for Night Owl to happen in the 40s. And then as Batman gets older, they turn the Watchmen and the Minutemen into like comic book characters. Like that happened in Watchmen. And yeah. so you could do the first half of Watchmen that takes place in the, in the 40s. You could have that happen first. And then you could have the second half of Watchmen take place in the 80s. And that's kind of what would bring the Justice League together. It's like, well, holy shit. If they're going to have a cosmic threat like a giant squid from space, we need to be ready for that. And then in your first Justice League would be in the 90s with Brainiac's uh, return. And what if the guy who, the guy, Night Owl in your case, well, the guy to approach uh, Batman was like, you need to be, you need to have a staple, a symbol. Because if you don't, people are going to view you as just another common threat. I think that that is how you do it with the League of Assassins. So, so he's like, so Batman originally, his first crime maybe, his first crime was successful, but it was it just looked like gang violence, like another another. Shooting. No, because I one thing that I really like just from, someone just stepping up to someone. One thing that I really liked from Batman versus Superman was the brand, and I think if you, and I that's think, what he needed, to, and that's no, what like that actual, I would tell like brand like. A, oh, okay. Yeah. I actually like that idea. I like the idea of Batman marking the criminals. I don't like it necessarily in the same way. Like you don't have to brand. It. I thought that was a little. It was a I thought it was good in the movie because it showed how far Batman was going and how he was basically doing <laughs> to the, the death to sentence. the bre he'll bring he'll 
put you at the brink of death. Yeah, but you know, like, the fuck out of you. He, you might <laughs> die a couple of days later. Yeah, so. he'll throw you off a building, but he won't, he won't like kill you. <laughs> but I'm um, not. I like that idea. So, but I think that Batman being like an opposite of Tom. I think Thomas Wayne being an all man prototype, especially because if you look at his costume, um, in, from Flashpoint. It makes a lot of sense. It could actually be very interesting depending on the ages, but you remember that episode of Archer when they're at the when they're the clowns take over the mansion. Yes. I don't Deadly Velvet, I think it was called. And they and you remember when Lana, Pam, and Archer all take take took over a clown persona and then they find out because they're all beating each other up. That could be very interesting. L- less than the than the weird Martha yell that was in that movie that didn't make sense. Because why would he yell Batman? Why would he yell Martha? Save Martha. Why did you say that name? It's a bad movie. Okay. Yeah, so bad movies aside, um, if what if he was like, what if there, it was kind of like a sparring session that turned super, su- like, basically Batman, this new guy, this new Batman, this new person who no one really knows is just beating up this old owl man. And then, as punches land, it's his. It's slowly becoming more and more obvious that it's some sort. It's either Thomas Wayne, or like that he that it's not just some guy. It's just it's not some guy. It's someone he knows personally. So, but like here's my thing about or reverse Thomas it. Wayne. I think I think the Wayne parents dying makes sense. I think you need to keep that. But I think Thomas Wayne Jr. being bred for the Owl Man position is a lot makes a lot of sense. So that by the time Batman returns, roll credits. Um, that would be one of his first, because think about it, he, taking down some of the gangs, kind of like the warriors in, in Gotham City would definitely get some attention, especially if some of those gangs were used as either muscle in certain neighborhoods or distribution for the Falcones and the Maronis. You take down the Falcones and the Maronis, that's Cordoval's family. So now there's this guy named Batman who's taking down the mafia. Hey, oh man, go sort that out. So another thing that could be very interesting is that you, I know like people have seen this peripheral vision wise, but what if you, what if those things that you saw, like this guy walking by an alley, you saw someone, just something happening, some, like some sort of altercation happening and you just, because you're in insert city here, you just kind of keep walking. Now, what if that was some sort of, that was the court of owls dealing with someone. So something where you're like, you just brush it off. These things happen. But it was actually oh, a no, staple that, to yeah, what is no, happening that's what in I our city. To do with Gotham, that's why Gotham should be so much crazier than Metropolis, is because Court of Owls would, and that's what I'm saying. That and it wasn't formally the Court of Owls. It's just like no, but that's how this Batman would operate. That's why he's you'd be seeing so much stuff because if you think about it, and this would make a lot more sense on how Arkham is allowed to even exist because that facility does not work. But if that facility is basically training criminals to. It makes sense that Victor Zaz, their whole, the whole point of the Court of Owls is to keep Gotham alive. What's going to keep people in line more than a serial killer who just goes out and kills 60 people one night? People yeah. aren't going to, like, so that's the thing is that it makes a lot of sense for all these, for all these families to, like, man, why is Gotham so crazy? Well, because there's a family who, there's a group of families who keeps it crazy. Like, these crimes are not just some things happening, they are... yeah. It makes legitimate a lot more sense things. That way. And, like, it may, and it, now what you can do is give Commissioner Gordon some real meat to, you know, instead of just being Batman's friend. No, hey, he's trying to figure out how deep this rabbit hole goes. So at first he was a conspiracy theory for saying that there's six families that run all of Gotham. 
But now, hey, when you took down the Falcones and the Maronis, there was a lot less petty crime, too, that wasn't even related to the mafia. It makes a ton of sense to I'm go back. I'm actually interested in that conspiracy theorist um, concept, I guess. What I, I think, you can do a lot like, of bartering too. What would he be? Would he be like... Let's see, because there's two very different types of conspiracy theories. There's the guy who's on the news just acting like so things are no big deal, and there's video, the guy with the tin hat. I was watching a video know. about the Zodiac Killer, and I think that's the kind of way that you go with Commissioner Gordon. Because Commissioner Gordon, never, or the guy who studied the Zodiac Killer, still hasn't closed the case. He's constantly looking, constantly doing research. And he is the one who kept it in the public eye Wait, for hold so on. long. Are you? When was this? Because I thought they. 70s. I thought they did the zodiac. They nope. solved it. No. Nope. Today. Nope. Well, not today, but like. Nope. They have a hunch on who they think it is. Then they they arrested some guy and it turned out to be a cop. No. Are you sure? Yes. Maybe I'm thinking of a different killer. Yeah, probably. But. But no, they don't. They still don't know who the zodiac killer is. So I think of Commissioner Gordon like that, who's just constantly looking like. How, like, who are these people? Why, you know, how come every time we send them back to Arkham, they all end up breaking out what is going on? I think that is the way that you really kind of make a Batman way more interesting than just, oh, yeah, he sometimes he does some stuff. But okay. That's just me. So, um, really, really quickly, because um, well, what this topic was about was that our comic book reading lists. Oh, yeah. Um, no, that's fine. So, Spectacular Spider-Man. I have, well, I have a list here. Uh, I'm just going to go through this list really, really quickly. Um, let's see if I still have it. Yep. Um. Okay. Okay. So, I found all these, and I can, uh, a lot of these are image comics. Are any of them, like, mainstream DC Marvel? Uh, no, I just said that they're image. Well, do you have any that are decent? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I got one. So I want to get into Blackbird. Um, I want to get into The Seeds. Shanghai Red. The Wicked Plus the Divine. Days of Hate. The Dead Hand. Bloodshot. Uh, Black History <laughs> in its own words. They're Not Like Us. Nowhere Man. March. Delta 13. Pearl. Jinx World. These are the ones that everybody should know. Because I, 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 I should have been read these. Saga. I know, I know of that, yes. Fables. And again, yeah. Sandman. Yep. Watchmen. I read most of it. I need to finish it. And American Gods. That isn't, that's a book. Oh, it's a comic. Neil Gaiman did it. Yeah, but it, it's a... Nope, they made it into a comic. Do you count that, though? Yes. Alright. Only because Neil Gaiman did it. Okay, now for me, I like more mainstream. I want to look into why things, I like looking into why things are mainstream. My thing would be like, Spectacular Spider-Man is up there. I want to read that one. One thing I just really want to read is the Miles Morales Spider-Man. I haven't gotten an opportunity and I really want to read that one. I don't, it's just, for some reason, I never got an opportunity. But, um, and then I got the, I would like to try the Injustice comics. Maybe it makes sense on second pass. So I've already read that one, but, or I've read part of it. Um... I don't exactly have names. I have characters I want to look at. Okay. So I so maybe more of the I want to see uh, the the d- detective comics and action comics. I want to compare and contrast Batman. 
I want to finish the Doomsday Arc, the main one, because I did start that one. I want to, uh, so pretty much there's a reason that Batman, Superman, mainly just them two have withstand, withstood, withstand, withstood the test of the, what was that? You said about like 70, 80, yeah, 80 years, 80 years. How there's a reason that they lasted eighty years. My, why did they? How? What did they do to make people? Were it was it purely because it was a first? It might be. Then I want to read uh, early early Spider Man like it's because I want to, again. That was Stanley's baby. I want to know why. <laughs> it, it probably probably is way way more on the surface than I'm looking. I think it was um, like or Spider Man. Yeah, I want to read the book. Bo- no, I don't want to read the books. I won't read the books. Yeah. I'm okay because I've I've been on the subreddits. They all say if you like the show, you aren't gonna like you aren't gonna like the comic. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna read the boys, and I don't want to ruin it. Uh, then there's the um, I had another one. Oh, Doomsday Patrol. I have it. Um, if you want to read, I have it. Like with me. It's over there in that drawer. <laughs> I'll look at because that one's thick. That yeah. one's big. But there's like 90 comics in there. Oh, good lord. I thought it was kind of like a one-off thing. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll look into that. I'll look into that one. Uh, I want to read more more Star Wars because I heard their books are way better than their movies. Uh, Timothy Zahn. Just start with Timothy Zahn. Um, all this stuff that, honestly, um, I'm going to really have to spend some time actually composing that list. Because I, I do have, like, I need to actually write out this list, but I have a movie-watching list, too. Um... Basically, if it's mainstream, I want to know why. There's got to be some appeal to all audiences. Mm-hmm. Why is it mainstream? So if you can, if you, if I can figure out that, then usually, you know, you you've heard what I did. Watch all thirty sim- seasons of The Simpsons. What I found out is a simple character is a simple character is why it lasted so long. That's too much. It is, and they changed the character so vastly within the around season. A little bit before, but around season seven, is when they went to a much worse Homer Simpson form, and they still there's still good episodes in the new ones. It's just not nearly as watchable. But then there's other things like, um, I remember I read the Percy Jackson books, and those I liked them, but then I read a. If we're going to things that have been, oh shoot, what's that guy's name? He's at Comic Con. He's he's the guy. Shoot. Are you talking about Stranger? Yeah. Do you remember what his what his comic was called? Um. Because I I Niobe. haven't been to Niobe. Yeah, there's Niobe. three issues right there. There's four books right there. I've been to read those actually. I'll look in. I'll, I'll re- I'm gonna read those. It seems like for some reason the stuff on my reading list is like right within grasp. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing about comics, man. You can read almost anything. So a comic book reading list is, is more of a list saying why haven't you uh, read this? It's yeah. like right there, like it's not that hard to find. Like movies is usually a reason on why people haven't watched it. They're not into a certain thing. They, um, it's hard to find because some movies if they're not on Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, they're difficult to find. Um, just books have been around to a point where like you can just get you can just find it somewhere. So. I'll, yeah, I'm gonna look into that. No, and yeah. I mean that's actually really. You know what? So, how about this? And I'll even put this on record. 
You send me a picture of your, or you send me your reading list, and I'll buy you three comics for your birthday. I would. I'll think about that. It's your I, birthday. The reason I won't, you, reason I won't say it right off the bat, is because uh, reading, because uh, I'm gonna be busy. Okay. Yeah. You know. Well, you know what's going I, on. I know so. I can get you in. Um, I've also got a lot of comics and. At some point, what I did originally was I was like, I was like I'm going to head first, jump right into this, and see what I grab. I grabbed a lot of stuff that I pretty much never, <laughs> half of it I never read. The other half, collecting comics is weird to me. <laughs> because, like, you read them, and then you have it, and then it's like, I feel like do you, you would that? do well with, like, just one story. Yeah. Like, like, one arc. Like, okay, this is Civil War. That's another one I haven't finished. I've skimmed it a lot. But I haven't actually read it yet. Yeah, so a lot of the a lot of my stuff because at some point it's a lot because I remember when Doomsday came out, the Doomsday Clock came out. I I, I got the Aquaman comics, got the Flash comics, got the Batman comics, Superman, all this stuff, and then I was like, and then at some point I was like, not a fan of Aquaman. He, he's kind of lame, and I was like, I was told that when I got it too. So I was like, not really surprised though. I just thought that all of the, if it has Doomsday stamped on it, it's got to be significant to the Doomsday story. And apparently, I think what they might do is just stamp it on that so that people buy it. Because there's a lot of comics that are like, nothing happens Doomsday clock plot-wise. Plot and you're like, okay, so why does it, it just, is yeah. it just like, no, I feel yeah. Like. So, I'm, how about, here's my challenge then. You can finish uh, Doomsday clock this weekend, or uh, Doom Patrol this weekend. This weekend. Yeah, it's not that long. Which you're reading you said there's like ninety comics, so. No, it's not ninety. It, it's the size of a decent sized book, but the, like half the book is pictures. And if you're gonna bring up and bring bring the scripts, those things. You read fucking. You if you can watch thirty episodes of the season or thirty uh, seasons of The Simpsons, in like two weeks. No, that took me months, like a month. Yeah, then you can read a sixty-page comic book in a day, or in two days. A sixty-page comic book. Oh yeah, yes. One of my. You got me one of them. And it's like super thick. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Then why is it so it's thick? It's not super thick. Like, Half of it is pictures. Okay, that makes sense. Their art style is a, it's way more pictures. There's a lot of pictures in there. There's okay. like entire panels where it's just one picture, and then like maybe a little bit of text. It's, it's actually really easy to read. Because I'm assuming like a lot of people. Sometimes you look at a book and you're like, I really want to read this. It's yeah, just super, I got through about half of it. super big. I got through about half of it in like two hours. Okay, I'll, I'll look at I'll look at that then because yeah. I think I know where it is. But... Yeah, no, I have it. It's in my drawer. It's in the bottom corner. It's in the bottom right under my. Uh... You gave me, you gave me Killing Joke. I, I know I where that one is. Give Killing Joke, yeah. And then another one. All I right, have well. Doom Patrol still with you. I bought Doom Patrol for you, and then you gave me Doom Patrol for as a gift. Yeah, I just didn't say anything about it because I was like, "That's nice of them." <laughs> I, cause yeah, I do remember buying it for you. No, I got it for you. I didn't. I don't. I know I didn't regift it. No, you definitely regifted it. You were like, "No, man, I got you something." I was like, "I bought you that." You're like, "No, you didn't." I was like, "Okay." I will say you probably bought it for me, but I definitely did not regift it because I don't like doing that. No, I don't. No, no, no. That was the funniest part. You didn't know that you were regifting it. Because I was like, "Hey, man, I got something for you." And then you're like, oh, cool, thanks, I mean to read this. And then, like, six months later, I was like, you're like, hey, man, I bought Doom Patrol for you. And I'm like, I bought that for you. And you're like, what? 
what are you talking about? No, you didn't. And I was like, okay. And I just let it go. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll research that one a bit more. Yeah, no, it was funny. It was hilarious. That's why I was like, this is not worth the fight. This is actually the funniest thing that's ever happened to me. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep that one up over for discussion. Because if we have two copies, then I know I'm right. If we have two copies of the same book, that means that I bought you one and you bought me one. That's actually possible, too. But so, you have to find that one. And I know where mine is. I think I know where mine is, though. So we'll, Why do we have two books? I, I, we might. <laughs> Let's find out. We'll find and then, out. A, that's our cliffhanger for next week. So, again, A, Braven the Grown-Up Kid. I've been listing you as the myth legend. The, the myth, myth common legend. The legendary myth. The legendary myth. We can roll that. The legendary myth. And uh, we will see you next week.